What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Doug. What up? Well, Facebook is down. And so this is pre-recorded. Yeah. So, welcome to the jungle. But that uh, that enables us to uh, kind of be more thoughtful and process what we want to say a little bit more. Yeah, we can edit out a little bit of silence and all, but I don't think that's ever been a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you do this week? Ooh, great question. Um, <laughs> Worked. I got my Fate Core book. Okay. Um, read through that. Really interesting. Um, I'll tweet that. I'll tweet out later. Okay. Um, let's see. What else did I do? Probably not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I'm wearing my new SGQ shirt. Nice. So, um, what else? I can't think of anything I did. Nice. Uh, let's see. I got to see an old friend at work. Oh, really? Uh, one of the techs came back from nursing school. Nice. So we're catching up on that. Nice. I went, uh, I or I got all of our posters and stuff ordered for Comic-Con. Right. How much you spent? If you don't mind my asking. Uh, I'm not going to disclose that. Okay. Um, but I'm excited for it. It makes it just a little bit more official. Right. Like, having the booth is official, but then, like, having posters, like, in a week or so... We'll have posters. You know what we should do? We should get some silver sharpies and find some of them. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take silver sharpies and everything. Yeah. Only just, just you know, have occasionally just a couple that are signed. I'm gonna give a couple out to a couple friends of mine. Or uh, have one that we have uh, all the cosplayers we interview there have sign sign it. That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Then I'll like auction it off for charity or something. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Other than that, I want to talk about this for a moment. Okay. I uh, watched the Death Note movie. This was not in the news because I wanted to rant about it. Yes. I seen your tweets last night. I have never once seen a movie that made me go, I'm going to take to Twitter. <laughs> nice. Except for maybe, like, I, I tweeted when I was watching uh, Starship Troopers Traders Mars. Right. But Casper I mean, Van Dien replied to me. I've seen that. Kind of makes my day. I, I noted that. Um. But. I think you got, you got your initial rage about this movie out talking to me this morning. Yeah. Well, I have a question. I have an answer. We work on a film set. Yes. We're working on a film. So I want to ask your opinion on something. And I asked my wife this opinion, but I want to know what your thoughts are. Okay. You direct a movie. Okay. You publish said movie. Then people absolutely hate that movie. Right. And they go to Twitter to say, you are an incompetent director, they hate the movie, it's the worst thing ever created, and everything. Alright. Do you, as a director, have the right to then put those people on blast? I think that if you make a... Actually, let me, let me clarify the question. You do have the right. Okay. Free speech. Should you, is the better question. I say no. Okay. Because... Even if it was a great movie and some people hated it, people are gonna put people are going to hate on whatever you do no matter what. That doesn't give you a right to be a jerk right back. Okay. Even if it's a crappy movie, which I'm guessing the Death Note movie was. It was awful. It's a matter of these are people who were fan of the original project. The original Even divorcing it from the original. It's terrible. And I'm not going to get into it, because everybody knows how I feel about it. And actually, that may be the subject of one of our posters. Yeah. But my thought is, like, no matter what, 
even divorcing it from the original project, people still heard of Death Note and know it Agreed. is a massive, like, it's an IP. It's a it's massive, a good IP. series. Like even people who don't know anime know what know Death, Death Note, Note is. Yeah. Like our friends at work who have no idea what anime is, but know what Death Note is. Not because they've watched it, but because they kind of know what it's about. Yeah. And so they just understand that it's important. Um, so I say this. The director absolutely just tore into people. What is that? People were like, this is a terrible movie. And he goes, yeah, your opinion matters to all 32 of your followers. I mean, it, if, it's, if it's a director known for being, you know, He's, cheeky and sarcastic like that, that's completely... It, well, that's funny. It, I don't, I don't. The way it was worded, it just didn't come across as funny. Okay, so let's say it would be like different if like you were friends with that person, but this is a random person on Twitter. All right, so like Michael Jones from Achievement Hunter, mm-hmm. right? He got the like NES style uh, Switch controllers. Yeah, I remember hearing about this. If someone goes, "Wow, you spent your money on that," way to go. Being as it's in his persona to go. To, to do rage quit. Yeah. If I, he said, yeah, and that opinion matters to you and all 32 of your followers, that's like, ah, Michael, that's kind of funny. That's cheeky. But they're not they're not criticizing him for something he created. Yeah. They're criticizing him for an action he took. An, an, an action that doesn't affect anyone else. That's true. Like, if we published a movie and people turn around and went, wow, this movie is hot garbage, which I personally don't think it will be. Right. I don't think any director goes, well, I think this movie's awful. Unless, I'm you're, unless you're Sony trying to retain rights to Fantastic Four. True. But but that's another story. <laughs> that's a different story. Um, no director's going to go, this movie's terrible. And yeah. a, a director has the right to defend his property. But I don't know that a director should go, that yeah, should your opinion... D- member. Yeah, your, your opinion matters to all 32 of your followers. Basically, like, going... Your opinion doesn't matter because you're not popular. It's like, and that's true. It's like, oh, dude, he just said the movie wasn't good. Like, he wasn't saying anything else. Like, he wasn't saying man should just be and do evil things. You should just delete your account. Any that sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's like, dude, calm down. Like, you don't have to be that angry about it. But I seen. I was joking with people, and they're like. But where was the chips in the movie? I oh yeah, he ate it. <laughs> but it, it wasn't a good movie. I William Defoe's William Defoe. The actors are fine. The actors did a did the job that they were given the script for. They were they Anakin Hayden Skywalker and yeah, Hayden Christensen. Anakin they, Skywalker in episode two. Yeah, it's like well, they, we can only do so much because this is the script that we were given. Yeah. I mean, by here, like, William Defoe did a really good job. Oh, he was the best part. Easy. And I think I said that, like, months ago. Yeah. William Defoe will be the best part. It was just the, everything else around it, it. It didn't feel like a real world. No. And they done things that I'm like, they don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, you can't do that in real life. Well, not so much that. It's just, like, they build up characters and take a sharp left turn and change that character. And not like a they snapped and went crazy. It's more like they suddenly gained military strategy. And well, it's like, I watched right. a YouTube video thing this week. It was about the pacing of Death Note. And it feels like a one hour, like an hour long drama. How it's broken down into scenes and beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one episode, I think it's like episode seven where he's walking behind the girl. Yeah. 
that scene, the tension is there because it's paced like a hour-long episode, but yeah. only 30 minutes. And so it just keeps you tense. I don't think a two-hour movie can fit all, like, 30 episodes of it. And I, nor does, do I think it should. I was okay with them taking it in a different story. But at any point, was you, like, tensed up about this movie? No, never. The yeah. most tense I was like was, like, when is it going to end? Yeah. Um, There was no suspense. It was pretty much, like, he finds the notebook, he uses the notebook, he becomes a sociopath. Then immediately Elle goes, I solved the problem, I know who it is, I should confront him, and now I'm going to do nothing so about it. It's like playing Clue with Mom. After about three rounds, she knows who the killer and the weapon is. Um, not so much. It's more of like, he just walks on the scene and it's like he, the character read the script right. and knows what's happening. So it's like... Yeah, but how did you figure that out? At what point did you figure this out? You're not Sherlock. Right. It's like, can we get, like, can we get some Sherlock thought moments where we're just like, this and that, this, Yeah, there. it's like, he walks in and goes, I know where the killer is at, I'm talking to you, and it's your son. Yeah. All within, like, ten minutes. And it's like, I get that this is condensed down because it's a hour and a half long movie. Right. But that's a little condensed. They could have repaced and restructured and said, beginning the death note, learning the death note, it's like five minutes. No, which I'm fine with. And then the rest of the movie is like a Jason Bourne style. We aren't chasing him, but it's mental, like, and I, it, it's mental ballet. Yeah, but I also say that if they had done that, it wouldn't have done well. Because then people would have been like, uh, I had to think about it. So even like, if, they, they, honestly, they couldn't win. If they cut out Misa or Mia and just make it about Light and L. Yeah. They had Light and L had two scenes together. No. They, I mean, they were in the one scene, or one extra scene, I guess. They were in the same place, but they never interacted. See, and that can make a tense scene so, if there's actually danger. There was a chase scene. Right. And it culminates, but then it just ends abruptly. Huh. And then there's a scene in a diner. And as far as I can remember, that's the only two scenes that L and Light are talking to each other or remotely interacting in any way. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, it just feels like, okay, but what's the point here? I mean, and that kind of style of movie can work. Because, like, Fifth Element, if you notice, Zorg and Corbin Dallas never talk to each other. I agree. But it sets it very much as an anta antagonist and protagonist relationship. But I'll also say Zorg is not trying to catch Dallas. He's trying to get the stones. Yes. So Zorg's well, mistakes aren't a case. Yeah. And they're not there. No. So they are. There are zero stones. <laughs> zero stones. Zero, zero crates. <laughs> we should receive compensation. You are merchants. <laughs> I just like the the stones. There, <laughs> and then he just like cuts her open. Gross. Yeah, but anyway, I don't want to know about the time space dilation that that aliens, you know, biology allowed dictates. So, uh, moving past that, it does it look good? 
How did Ryuk look? Ryuk looked good. His face looked rubbery. It, but, so it looked like Ro- William Defoe. <laughs> I'm not unconvinced that William Defoe is a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> he is the Green Goblin. He it, it's like Peter. I'm just expecting him to like bust out the Emmys one day or the Oscars be like on a little glider. He's like, ha, pumpkin bombs. <laughs> Start throwing pumpkin bombs in the crowd. I, I would enjoy that. I like, would actually tune in. It's like the uh, Dane Cook skit about pumpkin bombs. I want to blow you up with a pumpkin bomb right now. <laughs> but it's... It has a very Final Destination vibe. Um, It is definitely gory. Right. Um, The first murder is a decapitation and it shows it. Like, in a Final Destination style. People jump off the building and they show the aftermath of that. So, it's gory in that Final Destination manner. Which makes it kind of hokey. Yeah, but it... it... It makes it hokey in the wrong direction. Yeah, it takes... There's hokey Starship Troopers, then there's hokey Final Destination. Where it's like, okay, like, a person... Or a guy gets stabbed in the neck with a knife. Because someone spills a drink, which causes the waiter to knock over a salt shaker, which causes another waiter to trip, bumping into the guy, impaling himself on his own knife. So it's like... Hey, can we not Rube Goldberg this stuff? Can we just go for it? Yeah. Like, heart attack, slits his own throat. Yeah, it, it, it's like the first one, the decapitation. It's like, guy is playing, ba- uh, he's dribbling a basketball down the sidewalk, gets a text, miss, misses the ball, ball rolls into the street, guy chases after the ball. A minivan swerves to avoid the kid. And a truck carrying a ladder swerves to avoid that car. He comes to an abrupt stop. The ladder keeps going and decapitates the dude. And it's like, hey, no, um, you could have just had kid runs in front of his car. Car stops. Ladder does not. Decapitation. Exactly. It just felt like a Rube Goldberg machine where it's it, like, it and what in this scene is going to be killing him? And it's like, ooh, is it the faulty electricity? Uh, the knife block, the gas leak, the garbage disposal, the light bulb that's broken, or the rug. Nope, it's a killer behind the curtain. You never Just saw. kidding. It's all of it. And it's like, I don't want to have to figure out how somebody's going to die. I just know that they're going to die. They forced, they tried to force on the fact that uh, Light is very smart by having him Rube, Rube Goldberg things. No, that's not what happened. He goes, no, no. It's like, this person. Decapitated. That's it. That's all he wrote. That's all he wrote. Oh and my. it Rube Gold. The universe goes. How can we make the most complicated thing ever happen? Okay. Um. Kid misses the basketball. It would have made more sense of like decapitation. Kid was walking down the street. Oh, here comes an ISIS extremist running down the street. Just decapitates him. That would have actually been easier. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And it's like, but then one of the rules is like, it has to be physically possible. Well, I mean, if you think about it, anything physically possible. If you Rube Goldberg it. It's highly improbable. <laughs> right, it's like, he dies of a comet. Well, okay. So at this time, <laughs> at this time, Johnny becomes an astronaut, flies the International Space Station, gets thrown from, or gets thrown from the gravity of the ISS, by coughing too hard in his suit, which caused him to push the button, which 
demagnetizes his tools, so he tries to chase after them, pushes off the ISS, ends up in deep space, gets hit by a comet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Johnny never was an astronaut. It, it's not good. Nice. So, moving forward. Moving forward, we're not talking about Death Note anymore. <laughs> right. From here on out, no more live-action Death Note talk. Yes. Um, that doesn't say there's not other live-action anime stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about our YouTube roundups. Okay. So, you had the Marble Race Marble Olympics 2017 qualifications. Yes. I didn't watch the entire video, but tell me more. It's like an entire 10-video series. It's the Marble Olympics. Explain. <laughs> With the, he, the guy gets multiple colors and styles of marbles. Like, there's the pinkies, which are all pink. The O-Rangers, which are all orange. The Team Galactics, which are like spy, galaxy spiral designs. And, you know, different colors. I got the Limers, which are green. Okay. And the Speedy... Sounds like a racer or racial blur. Yeah, the Sav uh, Speedy Savages, which are like the flash colored, with like red and yellow. And he puts them through like marble run style things. Like funnels and they have... Like the last one to fall out of all the funnels is the winner... Uh, there's archery where he fires them out of a little connects uh, crossbow, and he has hit certain like it. They, it's stationary, and it's fired via a rubber band, and he has hit certain has hit targets and worth different points. There's the long jump, then the high jump. There's the one meter crawl underwater until <laughs> nice. so he like gets a little. Uh, device and just slides it under the water and it's really cool nice and there's the downhill sand run nice and like it's an entire olympics ceremony like with an opening and a closing nice i'm gonna have to watch this later you will i sat there and watched it all afternoon monday okay uh i have primitive technology simplified blower and furnace experiments i watched that last night me too he makes like this like almost like a, a um not not a kiln what is the um bellows, bellows. Uh, billows he makes those but like it's like a um kinetic billows yeah so it's really cool i love i will i think i will always feature his stuff whenever i watched him making sandals last night after he cut open his feet yeah he, like i watched him like uh how does that not bleed <laughs> no wait your feet are made of pure stone right um I, like i said i love that guy like he it's just so calm listening to his stuff yeah, because he doesn't talk. He does just lets nature and the sound of his work yeah. lull you into sleep. Yes, um, it's yeah. kind of like the opposite of Bob Ross. Yeah, where Bob Ross drawing it, painting nature lulls Dude, you to sleep. Listening to Bob Ross while you're sleepy at work is a terrible idea. You're like, <laughs> brain there are certain things. I, like down. my brain associates with sleeping that I can't listen to any other time. <laughs> it's just like, and uh, we're gonna paint a happy little tree. And I'm gonna lose my job for sleeping. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, how lifters greet each other. It is the scene in Scenes Scenes from Fullmetal Alchemist where uh Lieutenant Armstrong and Azumi Curtis's husband, I forget his name. Yeah. They greet each other by flexing their muscles. <laughs> yeah, I I seen that one a couple days ago. And it's like they just like rip their shirts and it's like Yep. Manly and it's like alright. Yeah. Then they uh, defeat sloth. Yeah, that, that's how me and my buddy greet each other. Am <laughs> I ripping your shirt because of flexing? No, we we, we flex. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, This one's a short, like, it could be a gif. 
it's right. defined interesting. It's from the Firefly film where it's like, this is going to be an interesting landing. Define interesting. As in, oh God, oh, oh God, God, we're all going to die. Yeah. Um, I was teasing my friend. We were talking about uh, driving to this place uh, for a lunch meeting. And uh, I was like, she's like, my driving is fast and erratic. And I was like, it's like I could play along and be like, this is going to be an interesting ride. Interesting how? As in, oh, oh God, God, oh God, we're all going to die. Uh, I love Firefly. This this came up actually naturally like two weeks ago. We're having a really weird afternoon, and I was called to go do something, and I was standing up at the nurse's desk. I'm like, well, this is going to be interesting. And one of the nurses goes, it's fun and interesting. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, we're all going to die? <laughs> nice. Because I knew I was quoting Serenity. She did not. <laughs> and so I was like, what? I'm, I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, the Bioshock 10-year trailer. It's hard to believe Bioshock's 10 years old. Uh, well, there's something else on here that's like, oh my god. Um, yeah. 20, 10 years. I remember when it first came out. Yep. And it's like, wow, that's 10 years ago. Yep. I'm astounded. Yep. Um, I have the Ghost in the Shell standalone complex opening title. First You've been all, watching Ghost in the Shell. I have. Um, it's way better. It made me realize, my, continued my hatred for live-action anime adaptations. Yes. Until you see Ghost in the Shell, the anime series, you don't realize just how bad the actual movie is. Yeah. It's not good. You know what um, they should make? A One Piece live-action anime. Um, if you, because you said that, they do, I think I'm going to bro-vorce you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And I will be looking for a new host. Um, <laughs> I dig it. If they make a live-action One Piece movie... I don't think I have hope for humanity anymore. <laughs> Come on, you don't want to see, like, hokey graphics of the dude with a stretching arm? Did you see that picture I tweeted out about live ex uh, the blue exorcist? No. <laughs> this dude that looks like a troll from the movie Trolls. Right. It doesn't look good. <laughs> nice. It's like, ooh, this is live action? Gross. Um... Uh, sorry, I'm like, what are you doing? Um, okay, moving on to gaming news. Yes. So, you remember how the Alamo had a women-only night at the draft house for Wonder Woman? Yes. And remember how people were like, oh my god, all up in arms about it, like there was never going to be another showing of Wonder Woman ever again? Yes. Do you think they're going to have the same thing? Because the Alamo Draft House is doing an all-clown screening of it. There's going to be some people that don't realize that when they go see something else, that they are going to be traumatized. Like, we're, we're, they're just going to be like, why are there so many clowns? <laughs> right. It's like, all right, cool. Um, I need to get out of here right now. <laughs> I came here to see Boss oh. Baby, and now oh, I Oh, God, imagine you go in there and don't know there's an all-clown showing. You leave, and there's just, like, 400 clowns out there. You're just like, I'm going to go steal another viewing of a movie. <laughs> I'm going to go hide in the bathroom for 20 minutes. So you're all gone. And then it's, like, the raptor scene in the kitchen from Jurassic Park. There's just, like, clown shoes, like, in the bathroom, and you're, like, curled up on a toilet, like, oh, God, I don't want to die. You hear this, like, and then, you, then you hear this. 
we all float down here. And you're like, that's it, I'm out. <laughs> you hear honking, honk, honk. And you're like, oh, God, one's in the bathroom with me. <laughs> slap, slap, <laughs> slap. Big pair of shoes pop up in that stall next to you. And you're just sitting there going, That would be great. And I'd then you like it. sneak out of the bathroom, try to wash your hands, and then you hear like you look up from the mirror and you're like <gasps> there's like six clowns behind you, like Don't forget to wash your hands. Ah! <laughs> you're like Spider Man up the wall. <laughs> yes. But do you think there'll be uh do you think there'll be an uproar? No. <laughs> no. Which will be Because fun. if there's anything I can say about the clown community. It is small. <laughs> yeah. And nobody cares. Well, the thing is, is like there's an actual clown association, and they hate scary clowns. Well, I should say, one of the nurses at work actually wanted to go to clown college. Let that sink in. Okay. Is that your life choice directed you from clown college to becoming a nurse? That's a drastic change. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's like, I get it. Scary clowns are... A, a boon, a bane to the clown community, but it's the clown community. You don't hear about clowns unless they're doing creepy stuff. Yes. I mean, it's not like, oh, this is the, you know, Alamo Draft House um, female community, the male community, the, the clown community. The cl- yeah, the clown. It's like the clown community. Wait, we have a clown community? It's sort of like here in Louisville, there's, a, there's like a village. That's built for little people. Did you know this? No. It is like a real-life Munchkinville. And that is how it has been described to me. And it's like, you don't believe that there is such a thing until you see it. I want to go see it. Exactly. You don't believe there's a clown community until you see it. Until you're at the Alamo Draft House and you're like, Oh my god! There's so many clowns. (laughs) Slappy and happy and... Punchy and bozo. Smiles. And smiles, giggles, laughter. God, that would be terrifying. And then you have murder, killy, stabby. Pennywise. Yeah. Oh, wait. You know how great would it be the guy who plays Pennywise? Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. And, and Tim Curry. That would be awesome. Both go in that just As Pennywise. No, just as random clowns that look like Pennywise. Because, you know, people are going to go as Pennywise clowns. That would be great if they went in many ways and people like, your costume's all wrong. And it's like, oh, is it? my middle finger ain't going to be wrong. I'm Tim Curry. I'm Tim Curry. <laughs> then he starts breaking out into Frankenberger from uh, just a sweet. <laughs> oh, that's how I make a boss uncomfortable work. Oh, I know. <laughs> Does this clown costume fill you with Antissa? At the very end of things. Patience. So did you hear about the movie pass? Do you know about it? Is that like you pay $45 and you can go see as many movies as you want? Yes. Do they have that here in Louisville? I don't know, but I'm um, going to check. Because if they do, I might buy it. Me too. Because then I get, like I work near the hospital and just go and be like, I'm going to go pass. see a movie after work. Yeah, I'm going to go hang out in the air conditioning and maybe go grab a soda. There you go. Um, Drew, 15,000 subscribers in under a week. Let's see if we can't see if that's in Louisville here today. And, you know, see how much it costs. Yeah, for sure. It's like nine ninety five. 9 95 Yeah. For a month? Yeah. Oh, nice. So it's uh, like a Netflix fee. 
Yeah, basically. Can you pay for an entire year at a time? I don't know. I'll have to double check. Nice. Um, okay, moving forward. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Two new First Order vehicles revealed. All right, I've seen the one that looks like an At-At. At-At, but it has, like, the front semi. It has, like, simian claws, almost like Cloverfield. Yeah. Um, and then a new Death uh, Star Destroyer. Okay. Um, it's, like, bigger than the... Vindicator? Vindicator. So I was like, cool, so you build a bigger Death Star and a bigger Star Destroyer and a different At-At. Okay. All right. For our second episode where At-Ats appeared and Star Destroyer is really big. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm worried about it a little bit. Um. How about this? Uh. If you could mix two games to cross over, what would it be? Um. Animal Crossing. Okay. And. I'm gonna go with. Like. Sim City. Okay. So you can have like a viable economy. Okay. Would you ever pick Assassin's <coughs> Creed and Final Fantasy 15? Only if you can play as an assassin in the Final Fantasy world. Gamescom 2017. Assassin's Creed and Final Fantasy 15 crossover announced. I feel like this year's the year of crossovers. Mario and Rabbids, Final Fantasy and Assassin's Creed. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. The companies have announced that on August 30th, Final Fantasy XV players will be given an assassin's outfit for Noctis if they have the collectible Moogle Chocobo Carnival events streaming. The following day, this is August 31st, the free Assassin's Festival DLC will be made available for Final Fantasy XV. The new content will transform the town of Lestrium, offering new activities, themed items, and features. Among the content will be another Assassin's Creed outfit and a change for Noctis to explore more in the style and use some of the abilities of an assassin from Ubisoft's franchise. I haven't played Final Fantasy Fifteen. Is it? It it's alright. I mean it seems like they're doing a lot of work with it like they did with Final Fantasy Seven, but it hasn't been out nearly as long. Yeah. Um <coughs> it's alright. I need to go back and finish it. And I recognize that. I dig it. Um, but I seen that and I was like, Did anybody actually ask for that? No, but was anybody going, Hey, Assassin's Creed, Final Fantasy, let's do this crossover. I mean it seems pretty good. Um, did you see the new Jurassic World Evolution? I did. It's like a park builder, yeah. which I like park builders as much as the next guy. Roller Coaster Tycoon is one of my highest favorite park builders. We should see if Roller Coaster Tycoon is on Steam. Or it is. Stream. How much is I it? I own it. Can we stream that this afternoon? Yes. Because, like, Final Fantasy's fun. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's painful. Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's painful to watch. Sometimes. It's. The later games are going to get more exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about streaming Final Fantasy 1 just on my own. Yeah. And just plowing through it and getting it over with. Because playing it for an hour every week is a bit tedious. Yeah. I might just... It sounds weird, but I might just OP, overpower, and then turn off random battles. Yeah. But then that turns off half the game. Yeah. It's not, it's not uh, story-based. No. Um, okay. Know. Park Builder, but I'm excited for it. Yeah, probably buy it. Oh, we can take turns crafting and playing Roller Coaster Tycoon. See what our strategy is. Strategy is. Yeah. Um, The Swords of Ditto, a new action RPG from developer Digital announced. Devolver. Uh, Devolver, I'm sorry. 
I have no idea what that is. It is like think like Binding of Isaac. Okay. But it's an RPG. Okay. And everything you do actually matters. Okay. So like you play through one character, you may be battling a boss, you die. You immediately take over the next character who knows like the heritage of the first character, and that boss is dead. Huh. So it's like an evolving it's like a <coughs> persistent world. Right. In that it's not. Nice. So it's like you die. Whatever they affected, it's done. So you lower a bridge, that bridge is lowered. Okay, makes sense. That was my biggest gripe with Binding of Isaac. It felt like nothing mattered. Yes. Uh, so I'm excited for it. Okay. Um, sorry, I was looking at a note. Okay. The Xbox Games with Gold for September 2017 was announced. What are they? Forza Motorsports 5. Okay. Uh, Racing Game of the Year Edition. Okay. Oxenfree. Okay. Hydro Thunder Hurricane. Okay. And Battlefield 3. I actually don't care for any of those games. Um, I'm gonna agree, except maybe Battlefield 3. I have some good memories playing Battlefield 3. Other than that, um, maybe Oxenfree I might pick up. Otherwise, I just don't want to stake for I haven't actually plugged in my Xbox since I've pretty much got my PlayStation. Nice. Um, Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition has a chance of coming to Switch. Okay. I don't know that the Switch is a good choice for a Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really graphics-heavy. Uh, they're going to do uh, different style graphics. Things like Final Fantasy III for the DS. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I just don't know that it'll translate well. It it's, might. It's weird, but I don't think of it as a Switch game. Like, I love games on Switch. I would want almost every game on the Switch. Final Fantasy XV, it's not on there. That's true. It's just like, I don't... But at least there's Skyrim for the Switch. As an avid fan of Skyrim, I can tell you, I will buy it. I won't. I just will not. It's not my thing. I love Skyrim. It's just not my thing. I dig it. Um, I feel like we're z zipping along. We spent a long time on that now. Yeah, we did. Um, Joker, Harley Quinn, DC Extended Universe. Yeah, just when you thought that kids who describe they want the perfect relationship like Joker and the Harley Quinn were insufferable enough, we now get an Extended Universe movie with Jared Leto and Margaret Robbie talking about their origin. All right. That's clear okay. something up. Margaret Robbie, for what she was given with in Suicide Squad, did a great job. You know what? So is Jared Leto. Yeah, I liked him. But here's the thing. They need to give Harley a better costume, because that's not a costume. That's something you wear to bed. No, no I don't <coughs> care about the costume. I don't care about the costume. See, I do, because it, it made that year's Halloween just no. a bit weird. No, no. No, it didn't. You know what did? Parents who thought that was okay. That's true. As a character... Sure, why not go for it? Every other superhero costume is weird. That one's That's just true, your style. true, but as someone who exists in the world, that was an awful choice both for parents and for marketing. And that Absolutely not. Absolutely not. She's crazy. It's fine. It's the parents. Yeah. Anything, any choice that comes down to kids wearing something, it's the parents. I don't, I don't as, awesome. as a parent, I don't get to go... 
hey, my daughter wore this clothes. It was the movie's fault. No, it was my fault. As not a parent, I'm going to say it's an awful choice because it doesn't make sense that I'm more concerned that it's going to tell their origin story and make it seem like a love story. Yes. No, I'm also saying that not only is the pants a bad choice or like a – it's also the shoes. You're going to go to a city and, you know, try to defeat bad guys. Why oh, are you wearing high heels? It's, it's unrealistic. <coughs> <coughs> I more argue the point, point of, like, you, there are already hot topic kids who are like, I want to romance, like, Harley Quinn, the Joker, and it's like, you mean you want an abusive relationship? I really want to backhand them and go... There you go, pudding. <laughs> I've had this discussion with some of my coworkers, and it's like, that's just a straight-up abusive relationship. Yeah, that is a stock-standard abusive, me- uh, physically and mentally. And emotionally. And emotionally. And psychologically abusive. It checks off every box of abuse. And it's like, I don't know that that's a good thing, but you know the Hot Topic kids who are like, I just want a relationship like that. And it's like, so you want abuse. You want to uh, be abused, and you want to abuse. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Please never get in a relationship. Ever. Exactly. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> but so to make a make an origin story with the two of them, I, I worry that they're going to push into the we need to have a sub-romance plot, or it's going to be so chaotic. Chaotic and... They're going to have to, if they're going to not portray, like, that romantic relationship, they're going to have to push the envelope into such far abusive territory that it won't make any money. Yeah, no one will want to watch It's not going to be... I don't want to watch two and a half hours or two hours of... Everyone's going to go in and go, like, oh, it's going to be Suicide Squad levels of slap happy. Yeah, and then it's not. And then it's just going to be two hours of the Joker breaking down Harley. Well, that and do we need an origin story for either one of them? Not for Harley. And, and not for the Joker. I mean, maybe for the Joker. No. No one needs to know why the Joker exists. We just need to know that he does. I mean, unless they Even are, the comic books. They unless like, they're going to go with the Joker is one of the previous Robins. And then that would be a really cool origin story. I don't know that they're going to portray it that way. I think they kind of already laid the groundwork in the tattoos. <sighs> I'm interested. I don't want this movie. I'm interested to, s- to know the backstory of this universe's Joker. I don't necessarily care for a movie. Give me a one-shot comic book. Give me yeah, was a comic book animated film. I Apparently I the uh, Harley Quinn, uh, Batman and Harley Quinn did not do well. Batman and Harley Quinn animated film? Yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't know it came out. Yeah, it, it came out. And was it good? It was. It was a movie. Tolerable. I'm not a biggest... I, I'm not a big Harley Quinn person. No. Un- until recently, she's always been like that villain, but now she's starting to become more of a hero. Mm-hmm. And I really like that Harley Quinn. I don't much care. You want the second half of the Injustice. Yeah, I want the new 52 uh, you Harley. Want Sirens. Uh, where actually she was in a relationship with Poison Ivy for a while and started to become a good guy and is now like BFFs with Black Canary. Nice. So when her and Ollie had the baby... She brought him, her, a muzzle, and she's like, oh, yeah, I remember when I first got them with my hyenas. And she's like, it's a baby, not a wild dog. And she's like, well, I figure, I don't know when you got your powers, 
if this little one starts getting her powers, all babies do is scream. And it's like, okay, that's endearing. Yeah. She hung out with Ollie for a little while. And was, he's like, we're going to go back to the Arrow Cave. And she's like, why don't you just call that the, the Quiver? And he's like, that's actually really good. <laughs> I agree. I, I've lost faith with DC movies. Yeah. Just everything you hear coming from the Justice League, it's just it's heartbreaking. It's sounding worse and worse. And then we get the Aquaman, they're like, it's really hard. Why? There's water involved. And it's like, go talk to James Cameron. Yeah. It's like, it's hard. It's, it's just terrifying looking at it going, oh my God, you have messed up the last three movies. Yep. You messed up Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, BVS. And you you managed to pull it out of the gutter for Wonder Woman. Yes. But then it's like, hey, let's take you out of the gutter. Nope, just kidding. And, and slamming him back the more into I the gutter. About it, even like Wonder Woman, it's, I hate to say it like this, it's Captain America. Yeah. And that's the best part of it. But that's also the, we've kind of seen this before. We have German, like massive German warmonger is some big bad guy. Okay, that's Red Skull or Ares. Actually, to be spoiler-heuristic for Wonder Woman, it wasn't a German. It was one of the British operatives. But it's like, it's not new. It's not treading new territory. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm nervous for DC Universe. <laughs> not looking good. Their comic books? Great. I love Super Sons. Oh, yeah. Like, if they just said, all right, we're going to scrap everything we don't need origin stories for anybody no one gets origin stories and we're just gonna cut right into the justice league we're not gonna go with aquaman until later when we can put black manta after he's an established character yeah and we're not gonna do all this it's here's the justice league well that is they're running around going oh my god what kind of movie should we make Everybody loved uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe we should make a funny movie. And then it's like, but that's not the movie you are making. Yeah. You are making Batman versus Superman, the Justice League. Yep. Then you go, Guardians of the Galaxy, we should do that. Rewrite the script. Mm -hmm. Let's do some reshoots. And they reshoot that and go, oh, man, Cyborg's character's not good. Rewrite it. Let's do some reshoots. It's like, at a certain point, you got to go. Either we put it out as is and go... We've just burned through m so much money, and, and we're not going to make it back. They're not paying attention to the characters. They're not letting the characters drive it. They're letting marketing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy made money. So they made the Suicide Squad tra uh, trailer. trailers release to uh, no, Guardians S. They could have just, honestly, they could just sell the trailer for two bucks. I'd buy it. Yeah. I loved the trailer. Mm-hmm. Just the new trailer for, like, Justice League. I'm like, oh, my God. I. They're doing the exact same thing. No. The trailers don't even look good anymore. It just looks like we've got Steppenwolf. And it's like, wow, we are really going into this immediately. 
what they really should do is release different trailers for each of the different characters instead of trying to do a, a, a trailer with all five of the characters, like so many of which we don't even know who they've been. Yeah. Just, we need a Flash trailer that's told from the Flash's point of view. And that Cyborg. maybe it's him getting, arresting Captain Boomerang. Or recapturing Captain Boomerang after Suicide Squad. Showing off his powers. You have Cyborg. Cyborg. And you have Aquaman. Yeah. We don't need Batman. We don't need Wonder Woman. Stop it. Yeah. Anyway. Or you can do a Batman Wonder Woman. That could be cool. Anyway, Trailer. moving off of Justice League, because we've talked about Justice League, and I'm sure when Justice League comes out, we're going to rip it. Yeah. Um, Let's move on. <laughs> did you see the new KFC virtual reality training video? No, no, I did not. <laughs> it is so delightfully stupid, but it's it falls right into the what exactly VR is. A demo game. Is it kind of like the old Wendy's? Um, it remind it's almost like Saw. <laughs> Where everybody's like, if you don't make the chicken right, you're gonna die. And it's like, all right, Jigsaw, easy. Is it made delightfully campy? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. But it's still in a like eleven, twelve minute video. Like, I watched the entire video. It went through, it and it's like, it's a training simulator, so it's not gonna get harder. The way I understood, they played the entire game. Nice game. That's what VR is. It's just demos. And I think they discussed it on the Rooster Teeth podcast. It's a destination event. Yeah. I don't you really go there once, and then you're done. Yeah. I'm not going to go... Only plus the fact that it's, it's good for theme parks. Yeah. VR is good because they have the budget. They have the space. They have the money for the sound and the air compressors, and it just I makes it better. Well, it's, it's more like this. VR is made for... Do- VR is a good idea for new companies. Yes. If we were to make a game, I would make a VR game. Because it's a good tech demo. No, not just that. Well, kind of that. If I have to only make a 10 minute long game, game, air quotes, right, and you can only interact with certain stuff, right, my development budget goes way down. Oh, yeah. I don't have to make anything outside of the player's reach actually real. Yeah. Actually movable. Yep. I can make them set pieces and only have certain things movable. Yep. Which eats up development. I only have to have music for 10 minutes. I only have to have three minutes worth of voice dialogue. Maybe. I don't have to have player models I just have to have hands. Yeah. It I cuts down development yeah. drastically. And it's one of those, like, hey, new company. Hey, we're charging two bucks for this. And it gets your name out there. Yep. It, it's not a gaming thing. No. It's a demo. It's a way for ga- for developers to go, hey, we, we're here. We're planning on making other games. Do you remember this ga- this demo VR thing we did? We want to do something else. Yeah. Kickstart us. Patreon us. Mm-hmm. Support us. Like, you don't really want to do this. You just want the publicity. Yeah. I mean, KFC training simulator? All right. Easy. Okay. Let's talk about... Netflix? Yes. Um, the, There was not a lot of new Netflix coming out. I think you and I both have the same um Netflix pick of the week. 
did we? From that crop. Which so was? Once Upon a Time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So let's move on to the next VR experience in anime news. Yes. Um, you can, uh, for some reason my uh, link didn't work, but you can jump into the cockpit of a Gundam. The Zaku. The Zaku. Which is probably one of the most boring Gundam Well, the fact that you can do it. Yeah, but you want to get into, like, I don't know. I was going to ask you that. You've seen the more Shrey. of the Gundam stuff. The Barbatos. You have seen way more of uh, the Astaroth. Those would be really good ones Gundam. to Gundam. Than I have. Yeah. The red frame of strain or blue frame. I'll Even think. a unicorn would be really cool. Freedom. But the Zaku is not good. Zaku, but it's... Th- how about the fact that you get to be in it? Oh, that's exciting. Outside, it's boring. Inside, it's like, oh my god, all these buttons and switches. I can touch these, finally. I'm ex- I, if I had VR capability, I would do it. Yeah. Um, Did you watch Kaiju Girls? No. I think I talked about it like on one of the first podcasts. You did. It's getting a second season in January, and I'm excited. Cool. I need to watch it. Need uh, I need to watch more of it, but yeah. I, uh, I think Monster Girls. It's like, yeah. And in a good way. Yeah. Chibi way. Um, one of my favorite shows right now is Raw Ruby Chibi. Yeah. It's so delightfully cute. Chibi. And five minutes long. Yeah. Um, we're zipping through here. Touching on the don't make live action, the Blue Exorcist stage play, reveal of 14 characters' visuals. Don't make live action. Huh? Don't Don't make make live action. action. They don't look good, um, especially the character of uh, uh, Michael Gideon. (laughs) That face you made. I looked at it, I was like, I think I exclaimed in my house, I was like, what is wrong with people? It it looks like a really bad fat suit. Yes. But let's things zip through this so I go hang myself after <laughs> seeing that. <laughs> it's just not good. No, it is not. Um, but moving to something good. Yes. A seventeen-year-old girl wins ensemble star voice actor competition. Good for her. Um, I, I don't know a ton about it. I just read the article a little bit, and it looks like she won some sort of contest. But a 17-year-old winning a voice acting contest. That's pretty cool. At, at 17. Yeah. At 17, I was not doing anything close to this. No. Even. But it's like, and winning a voice acting <coughs> competition at 17, that's amazing. Yeah. At this point, her career could be made. It blasts off. Yeah. Even if it doesn't, and you just do a small anime, most, even small animes, have big followings. Oh, yeah. They have cult followings. We'll buy merchandise. We'll buy your DVDs. We'll buy your digital releases. And guess what? You get residuals. Yep. As a voice actor, you get the royalties. Yep. So it's like, your career could be made, and if you do a big anime like One Piece, Fairy Tale, Full Metal Alchemist, Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia... Your career, you're done. Yep. Any actor, I I go to say this, any actor that has voice acted in the top five, you you could probably act in that and you're done. Yep. You never, you don't have to voice act anymore. I mean, look at the person, lady who voices Goku in Japan. She's been doing it for like forever. Yeah. And like, what do you do? I voice act Goku. What else? I voice act Goku. Yeah. That's all I need to do. 
pretty much. Because once you voice act as Goku, it's like, well, you're everybody's going to go, all right, well, you're Goku, no matter what you do. Yeah. Um. Okay. You talked about Bioshock being 10. Shonen Jump is 27. Whoa. Well, no, I'm sorry. It's not. It is 37. Yeah. It started in 1980. Speaker, I really like Shonen Jump. I miss Shonen Jump. Me too. I go to the store and I'm like, I wish I could buy a Shonen Jump. I would. Yeah, I mean, because you used to get, like, promo Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and you get to read all the cool new manga coming out. Yeah, and you got the new episode of One Piece and Naruto. But now it's like, buy our digital, and it's like, I don't want to buy it digitally. There's something visceral about holding it in your hands, and it's that you can sit at work in your break room and just look at your phone and be like, yeah, I'm reading a magazine. Or you can sit there and read a magazine and be like, yeah, screw off. I'm reading a magazine. I'm, I'm reading a magazine. Buzz off. Yeah, I would totally have a collection of them. Yeah, but they don't sell it physical that I know of. Plus, I mean, I mean, you know, I've been uh, playing Yu-Gi-Oh on my phone, and I want to get the Yu-Gi-Oh for the PlayStation. I've been getting back into Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you used to get those cool promo cards, Zodia and uh, Obelisk. Yeah, Obelisk was in, Obelisk was in there, and at one point it was the um, Monarch card. Yeah, and it's like this is cool. Yeah, there's not anything like that. Like, there's Otaku USA. Which I do have a copy for when we go to Comic-Con, because Mando's going to be there, and they need to get it autographed. Oh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's just like, okay, like, there's nothing, it, there's not actual, like, there's something visceral about having a book that's developed to one thing. Yeah. Shonen comic. And they're like, hey, here's the new stuff. Here's a new My Hero Academia. Hey, here's the first chapter. What do you guys think? And there's cards in there you can vote with, and it's like... They're actually asking for your opinion. What what is the digital version? It, it's like here's our digital magazine. It's like it's the magazine, but it's just on your phone. See, it'd be really interesting like is if they had it like so that you could get it printed. Yeah, instead. I would order it printed. Yeah, but you can't find it at the store. I remember like years ago when we go to Grandpa's. Yeah, buying a ma- buying a Shonen Jump, and it's like I want to read the magazine. My turn. Yeah, and so you'd read it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I, there's something nice about it. Like yeah. I said, visceral. Yep. Um, and the life-size unicorn Gundam statue debuts on September 24th with transformation. Good. They tore down the old Gundam. What happened to it? They just moved it to the Gundam store. Nice. Yeah. You would know. You're more of a Gundam person than uh, I am. I am. Um, so that was all of our news. We rushed through that a little bit. Um, I think it's partially because we're pre-recorded. Yeah. It, there's just a different vibe about it. Yeah. Um, there's less entertainment, I guess I should say. We're yeah. not actually entertaining anybody at this moment. No. Um, okay, two games are coming out this week. Mario and XCOM. Mario and the Rabbids and XCOM. Yep. They're basically the same game. <laughs> yep. I have XCOM too, actually. Do you really? I do. I don't. I want to get it. It's actually really fun, but really hard and really difficult. I've played the original XCOM. I have both. Um, but I think I'm going to go pick up Mario and Rabbids. Me too. Um, it depends on how my paycheck looks. But <laughs> I've seen a lot about it. Yes. Um, and then you said we had the same once upon a time. Uh, I need to get rewatch all the seasons. I need to catch up with the Lancelot area. I Camelot, I'm sorry. I skipped that when they went to Hades. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught Hades. It was... It's just like, it drags on. It's it's one of those you have to binge watch. If you watch it week to week, it's it's it, it I hate watching episodic TV except for 
Knights and Magic, which is on Crunchyroll, and My Hero Academia. Yeah. Those are the only two shows I can tolerate. Yep. It's like, I don't, nope. don't want to watch episodic TV where I have to watch every week. Because guess what? I'm not going to do it. No. I refuse to do it. Well, it's like, uh, you get busy. You forget that there's new episodes. Yeah. And plus, I don't want to revolve, like, I love watching The Flash. I don't want to revolve my world about, oh, I got to be doing this time to watch The Flash. Yeah. Or I got to make time the day after this day to go watch The Flash. Now, granted, you have the ability to watch it any time after that, but it's still... No, not really, sometimes. CW takes it down after a while. Oh, sure enough. I was like, oh, great. I missed an episode. Yeah. This is one episode they reveal who Savitar is. (laughs) Right. Uh, which was a great reveal. Yes. Um, oh, everyone already predicted it. Yeah. Um, I think I predicted it when he goes, I am the future Flash. And I go, oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was like, there wasn't a comma in there, was there? <laughs> yeah. The, the the captions had a comma. Cause I, I am the, who are you? I am the future Flash. No, I think you've added a comma. It says, I am the future Flash. I am the future Flash. Then later in the season. Oh, you're the Flash from the future. <laughs> right. And being as we are pre-recording, we won't have a post-show. No, not today. Nope. Um, Anything else before we head off? No. Okay. So you can find us at our website, gamingandchillpodcast.com. Yep. At Twitter, at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Instagram, gamingandchillpodcast. Facebook is facebook.com slash Gaming, gaming and chill, and chill podcast. podcast and Reddit r slash gaming and chill. And of course you can always go to gaming and chill podcast.com. Yeah. Yep. Um this was pre recorded because Facebook was down. There was no live show, so I will have to edit everything together. Yep. Yay. Yeah. That's actually not bad. No. So, um got any words of wisdom? No, not not overly. Um do you want to talk about Comic Con real fast? Let me do it next week when we're live. Okay. Um, until next week, don't make a live action. Yeah, no, don't do it. Just don't do it. All right. Have a good one. <laughs>